Hey everyone, it's so good to be uh, with you today and it's so awesome. What a privilege it is for me to present God's word uh, to you today. God has placed uh, each one of us in such a phenomenal community called Life Church Global. If you're a part of this community, you know that this is a powerhouse. This is a house where the power of God flows freely. And so as a community, it's important for you to be plugged and placed in a community like this because difficult things become easy when you're in a community of believers who believe the same thing and are headed in the same direction. So if you're in a life group, give somebody a high five and say, man, I'm so grateful to God for you. I'm so grateful to God for this community because we all believe in the same values. It's so good. There are so many of us in our church today who are on this fast called the Ethereal Life Fast. And if you're on this fast, I want to commend you uh, for going. Uh, it's been three weeks. Uh, I commend you for not uh, holding back, slowing down. Uh, I, I want to commend you for uh, really pushing through. Uh, and really everything that you conquer, uh, everything that you overcome, uh, really sets you free from... Uh, the matrix from the from the material life that you were a part of and as a church you know a majority of us today uh, are beginning to recognize the matrix we're beginning to recognize how tethered we are to our stomachs uh, and how the natural will really causes us to uh, to live a very inferior life so to say and it's amazing how we're recognizing it and we're beginning to dislike it and we're beginning to like this fasted life but now I really feel like God is saying as a church I want the bride of Christ to not be tethered to the flesh not be so religious not so be so law-minded not be so natural minded I need the church John in this season to come out and be ethereal minded that's the re that's the reason why we're doing this is so that we can come out of the old and step into the new that God has for us. So today, I want to go deeper into the subject of the instrument of synthesis because we are on this series now. And to the title of my message is Conscious Creator. Okay, Conscious Creator. We, the will of God or God's intention ladies and gentlemen, is an energy that is released every time God has a thought, He speaks, or He moves. The will of God or God's energy, God's energy is God's will, His intention. So every time God has a will for your life, every time God has a will for the earth, God's intention is an energy that is released that when it flows from one position to another position from one realm to another realm it creates matter it creates a form that is based on what is in the intention uh, in God's mind so when God has a thought, when God has a will, when God has, a, a, He speaks a word, when God moves, everything that God does produces an energy that flows from Him. And when it flows from Him, it moves from one realm into another realm, from one dimension into another dimension. But when it reaches the other dimension, it produces or it creates matter that is based on the intention of the one who sent it. It's very important that you understand it from the get-go because God is a conscious creator. He is fully aware of his thoughts. He's fully aware of his intentions. He's fully aware of his desires. And every time he has a desire, it releases an energy and that energy travels quickly. And when it travels quickly, it comes from one dimension to another and it produces matter according to what God intends for that matter to be. And when that matter appears in a dimension like the earth, this natural dimension, it superimposes itself upon everything else that is of this dimension. And when it superimposes itself on it, it is natural for this 
realm to submit to it. It is natural for this realm to submit to it. So when Jesus really died on the cross, when he took sickness on the cross 2,000 years ago, he took sickness on the cross and when he came out of the time and time and space reality, now he gives perfect health to everyone who believes. Now you must understand what Jesus did on the cross 2,000 years ago is available for you right now. That energy is traveling through time and space. It's coming from a dimension which is perfect the ethereal realm it's coming from that dimension because that's where jesus is He's, he releases it for you and it, it once it comes now into your body even though your body is communicating that it is sick or it is failing or death is really taking its course in your body when you start believing when you start receiving the energy of elohim you start receiving this power you receive the will of god for your life where you receive the desire of God for your life. When you receive it into your body, ladies and gentlemen, your sickness cannot stay in your body. It has to leave. Disease cannot stay in your body. It has to leave. It has to submit. Why? Because your body was created by God to really submit and be the vessel that through which the energy of God flows through. It's important that you understand. So the, the, the energy that you are conscious of is the matter that you create. The energy that you are most conscious of is the matter that you create. So if you are conscious of the will of God in every aspect of your life, every day, every single minute of the day, you are conscious of the will of God. You're aware of the will of God for your life. Ladies and gentlemen, I can guarantee you that you will begin to produce matter of heaven on earth. This is the will of God. The will of God is that none should perish. Wow. Just think about that. The will of God is that none should perish. Why are people perishing? It's because they are conscious of another energy. They're conscious of a lower energy that causes them to experience killing, stealing and destroying. But I have come to give you life. John 10, 10, he says, I have come to give you life. A thief comes to steal, kill and destroy. But I have come to give you life and all life in all its abundance. So abundant life is something that God has, is the will of God for your life. And when you understand that this is the will of God for your life, my goodness, why are you even striving for the natural things. Why are you striving? You're meant to superimpose the natural things. See, your business is, is a natural thing. Your, your, uh, your, your physical body is a natural thing. Your job is a natural thing. Your relationships are natural things. And it is your responsibility as a son of God, who you're son of God, to be more conscious of the one who has a perfect will for your life. And when you are conscious of His will, ladies and gentlemen, you are now the instrument that produces, that creates matter that is in heaven on earth. So if there is a re relational issues in your life, guess what? What is, you've got to be conscious more of what is God's will for that relationship than what that the energy that that relationship is releasing. Yeah, sure, it is painful. Yeah, sure, it is difficult. Sure, it is it is heartbreaking right now, heart-wrenching, whatever, however you want to describe it. Sure, that is what is happening in the natural. But what, how does God see it? See, the book of Romans says that Jesus died for everyone. He says, Paul says, do not regard anyone according to the flesh. Anyone according to the flesh, my goodness. What does that mean? It means that you and I as sons of God have to regard every single one according to the finished work of the cross. We've got to regard every single person on the planet according to what Jesus has done for them. If you and I are conscious of that, now they will step into their inheritance. You will create matter that they will experience the goodness of God in the land of the living, which will cause them to experience repentance 
and that will cause them to receive now the kingdom of God into their life. But it starts with you and I being conscious or aware of the will of God for humanity. Come on now. And so now, every miracle in your life that you have experienced from the time you were saved, from the time you, you, uh, you, you were born, every little miracle is a manifestation of God's energy that can be harnessed and used in another situation. So you must understand that every miracle is a manifestation of the energy of God that can be harnessed and used in another situation. So your testimony of God moving in your life is a movement of God's energy. And that energy, ladies and gentlemen, can be harnessed. And today I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about how you can harness energy uh, and you can use that energy to create matter, to create things, to create new things. So the natural will also can do the same thing. You must understand the natural will can also produce or create things according to the energy that it's conscious of. So if, 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 if things have happened in your life that you were, are, are, are learning from, learning experiences, now when your will becomes conscious of those things more than the will of God, the energy of God, now your natural will will receive that energy, will harness it and create something, one more thing, in your life. Have you ever wondered why you go from storm to storm? Have you ever wondered why you go from test to test? Have you ever wondered why you go from trial to trial to trial? Man, this thing, this season of my life never seems to be ending. You know why? It's because you are more conscious of the energy that that situation is creating in your life. If you're more conscious of debt in your life, the energy that debt is producing, and you are, you, 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 it's natural. Your natural will begins to harness that energy and naturally begins to create another debt situation in your life. So you go from credit card to credit card. You try to pay this credit card with another credit card, and then you take another loan, and then you take another loan to pay off the other loan. Do you? Do you I hope you understand what I'm saying right now. It's because you are more conscious of the natural way of doing things than the will of God for your life. It's very important that you've got to come out. You've got to fast from that way of thinking. You've got to fast. You've got to break. You've got to break the shackles of death or death over your life and death also. Please do that. And you've got to untether yourself from it. And you've got to, as difficult as it may seem in momentarily, you've got to position yourself to really receive the energy, harness the energy of God, harness the energy that comes from His will, and then His will in your life begins to have power and dominion over every situation. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a very, very powerful tool. You must understand that your will, if it is not submitted to God, will submit to the next situation that comes in your life. Are you telling me, you can say, you can ask me the question, Pastor, are you saying that I, I have to be so heavenly minded that I that I that all the things of the earth are of no relevance to me? Yes. That's exactly what I'm saying. But I'm missing out in life. No, ladies and gentlemen, Jesus prayed for the disciples and he says, Father, I don't want you to take them out of the world. But I want you to keep the evil one away from them. You see the heart of Jesus? He wants you to be in this world. He wants you to enjoy carbs, man. He wants you to enjoy food. He wants you to watch a movie once in a while. He doesn't want the movie to watch you all the time. You can watch Netflix, but Netflix shouldn't watch you all the time. 
you might be face to face with a book all the time. It's called Facebook. Or you can tell Facebook, I want to be face to face with God. I want to read his book. I want to see his face in this book. Because the face that I behold, the face that I'm conscious of, the presence that I'm conscious of, is the very energy that I produce, the very energy that I harness and create the matter that really matters in this world. So your testimony, ladies and gentlemen, of God moving in your life creates an energy that you can harness. Jesus' testimony on the cross of taking sickness and disease on that cross 2,000 years ago is still an energy that we're tapping into. Come on now. Why not that little headache that you had and you prayed for it and it went away? Why? What is, what is the difference between what Jesus did and what you did? Why can't you harness that energy for your bills? See, we, we, we're so earthly minded that everything according to its theme has to be segregated and put boundaries and gates. You cannot take healing into deliverance. You cannot take this river that doesn't flow here. And you, we create these boundaries and we don't understand that God's energy is God's energy. When he sends out his word, that word is a being that will serve you according to the intention of God. But once it serves you according to the intention of God, that being continues to serve you. So the, so the word of God, ladies and gentlemen, is, is as eternal as God is. And when God speaks, that energy is still around here. Look at the sun, look at the moon, look at the stars, look at the galaxies, look at the earth itself. Everything here will remain sustained according to the eternal nature of God. Why? Because that's the energy that he released into the world. And every word that God speaks, ladies and gentlemen, is a being that comes to you and it, it serves you according to that need, according to God's intention for your life. See, when the natural will is submitted to the divine will of God, the natural will becomes a, an instrument that synthesizes two dimensions in order to create heavenly matter on the earth. It's very important that you understand the purpose of your will is to synthesize heavenly matter on the earth. And when heavenly matter begins to manifest on the earth, it begins to have dominion in every area that it's given permission in. You must understand, it's very important. Every area that you submit to the will of God, that God's will has rule and reign in, your, in that area, that part now begins to submit to the dominion of that being, that energy. And at any point in time, you can go back to that energy, harness it, and create something new. I'm reminded of this uh, when I was growing up, you know, we, uh, we as, as children, we used to uh, hire uh, bicycles, you know, just because we wanted to learn how to ride a cycle. And so when, when I noticed that when, when I saw sat on a cycle for the first time, I saw that this cycle had a light in the front. Wow, had a light. Wow, man, the cycle has a light. And then I noticed that at the back, it had this like a, like a milk bottle shaped thing that, that, that had a rubber thing around it that was touching the wheel. And every time the wheel turned, this thing, this rubber thing in that bottle, uh, that, that dynamo, that's what it's called a dynamo and every time it turned it charged the dynamo and the dynamo began to produce electricity for the light in front i'd like to submit to you that that's what the power of god does in your life every time you see god moving in your life it creates momentum in your life 
when it creates momentum it produces energy that energy ladies and gentlemen is always available for you you can use it for the light you can use it for the bill you can use it for sickness you can use it for disease you can use it for broken marriage you can use it to change the world but that energy is available for you but you need to develop a lifestyle of consciousness dynamo that contains power so that you can use it at any time you need it let's go to the book of james chapter 5 and we'll read one verse and we'll take it on from there actually two verses and verse 17 says this and elijah was a man with a nature like ours which means he was natural like you and me and he prayed earnestly that it would not rain and it did not rain on the land for 3 years and 6 months and he prayed again and the heaven gave rain and the earth produced its fruit now when you look at this verse it says that elijah was a man just like you and me just like you and me which means he had the struggles that you have he was um, battling with fear just like you and me he he had anxiety issues just like you he felt hungry just like you there's nothing like wow about this guy that's what james is trying to say this is the brother of jesus you must understand he's making a statement about someone like elijah he can do that and so he says elijah prayed earnestly that word prayer in the greek is the word uh, pros prosyoke okay Uh, it's a greek word prosyoke all right and it means to exchange it means the exchange of wills prayer ladies and gentlemen is an exchange of wills it's not an exchange of shopping lists it's not an exchange of i want this god giving that list to god i want this in a husband god take it send an email to god no no it doesn't work like that prayer is an exchange of will not my will but your will be done that's what's happening here there's a divine exchange and so james is saying that elijah prayed earnestly when you look at the word earnestly the meaning of the word earnestly it means to pray with intense conviction intense conviction that word in, that that intense conviction ladies and gentlemen is an emotion So when Elijah was exchanging wills it was not like at 5 a.m. Oh god just sitting down like that struggling like let me read my bible oh my goodness this I, no no when he prayed there was an intensity about him there was a conviction that intensity came from a conviction Oh, that he had and he received of the will of God. He was so convinced about the will of God that it completely changed the way he communicated with God. There was an intense prayer. Now, he wasn't Now when I say intense, I'm not talking about physically intense. I'm talking about emotionally intense. He was emotionally intense in the way he was exchanging his wills just like Jesus in the garden of Gethsemane. It was an emotional moment, an intense moment. Jesus was not my will God, but your will. If it is your will, can this cup go away from me? Take this cup away from me. God, but not my will, but your will be. He was sweating drops of blood. You must understand how intense it was for Jesus. And so James is saying that it wasn't like okay elijah now just prayed and then rain came you must understand that elijah was having an intense exchange of god's will for his will why because he was going to go and prophesy to the king that it's not going to rain for 3 years you must understand in those days to be a prophet was very dangerous it was a death sentence they were killing prophets in those days and elijah had to go to the king and prophesy to him 
thus says the Lord, there will be no rain till I say so. You must understand why this guy was afraid sometimes. Because they were they killed all the prophets and he was the only one left. That's what he says. But, but when he prayed, it didn't rain for three and a half years. And then when he prayed again, it rained. Wow. But I want to show you this in the book of Kings. First Kings chapter 18. And so it, it, verse 1 says this, And it came to pass after many days that the word of the Lord came to Elijah. Just pause there for a second. And it came to pass, which means it, it happened in time, after many days that the word of the Lord, the energy of God, that being from God, came to Elijah. So you must understand, when God, the Bible says that, the, that God sent his word and healed our diseases. That word, sent his word, is a healing, it's a being of healing that came and began to heal people of all their diseases. Anyone that believed and communicated with that being received their healing. You must understand the supernatural nature of the word of God. Very powerful. The word of the Lord came to Elijah in the third year saying, go present yourself to Ahab and I will send rain on the earth. So his job was to go and present himself to Ahab. After three and a half years of saying that there will be no rain, he has to go face the guy. I would be like, okay, God, can you at least send rain first? And then I can go meet him. At least he'll have a better impression of your goodness and, and also spare my life. But with God, it doesn't work like that. See, the divine will of God doesn't try to be pleasing to the will of man. You have to serve the will of God and sometimes man's will may not be pleased but God's will will be pleased. And that's what we have to live our lives according to. And so he says in the third year saying go present yourself to Ahab and I will send rain. And so you must understand so there's this massive showdown that takes place. So Ahab now meets Elijah and Elijah tells and they're having a confrontation and then it ends up becoming a battle of fire must understand God is sending him with the word about rain the energy to manifest rain has been given to Elijah but when he goes to the king his interaction with the king leads to another problem it's a battle to prove which God has most power. You see, if it was only about rain, he could have just said, okay, Ahab, God is going to send rain. But before he could even say something, there's a challenge that is posed. Have you ever been through that? It's like, it's like you just finished a test and you're entering into another one. It's like you just, like, as you're going to pay a bill, another bill comes up and you have to now pay two bills and you're in your stress you you must understand this this battle was not something that God gave him a word for God did not release energy about this battle this is an issue between Elijah and King Ahab but for that now but Elijah already has power Elijah has received energy from God for rain but now there's an issue of sending fire down he needs energy to send fire down it's a different type of energy and so now they they elijah says okay let's all meet up on the mountain and uh, you bring all the people of israel this guy has guts man bring all the people of israel bring all your 450 prophets of baal and now let us sacrifice and see who which god will send fire. If your God sends fire, we'll all believe you. But if my God sends fire, all of you need to believe me. All of you need to believe in the God of fire. Must understand, 
It's a natural element. Fire is a natural element. Which means for these prophets of Baal to accept the challenge, it means that those gods were producing fire. You must understand, they cut their bull, they put it on their altar, they were dancing around it, they were cutting themselves. You understand? They were sacrificing themselves. They were pleading with these gods. They were, they were begging with this God to send down fire, which means these kind of things were done before and that Baal had sent fire upon sacrifices. You must understand, ladies and gentlemen, when I say that God is the most dominant power in all every dimension, this is what I mean. When he is, when people are challenged, when you are challenged, your God takes up the challenge. When you face opposition, God takes up the stand against what opposes you. He might have given you a word for restoration of marriage, but not for a bill. But then, while you're restoring your marriage, another issue might come up in your life. And because that issue has come up against you now, God begins to become your defense. God begins to become, God becomes your stronghold. God becomes your, the, the one that fights your battle. You must understand what's happening here. These people were experiencing this breakthrough. That's why they did those things. And Elijah had the audacity to mock them. He was jeering them on. And so now nothing happens with these prophets of Baal. And so Elijah now says, okay, it's my turn. Bring all the people close. Bring all the people close. And the Bible says that he repairs the altar of God. This is very important because you must understand an altar of sacrifice was, was, was given in the Old Testament, was made for a moment in time when God had moved and there was a breakthrough. What was Elijah doing? For this area, he needed God to move. He built, he remembered, he chose, he built an altar. He chose to remember the last time God moved in my life. The last breakthrough that I see, I saw God do in my life. He's repairing that moment and he's, he's now becoming conscious. He's harnessing energy from that miracle by building an altar unto God in the name of the Lord, ladies and gentlemen. He's not saying, okay, what am I going to do? Let me go up the mountain and pray. No, ladies and gentlemen, him remembering what God had done was prayer. That was his meditation. That was his moment of becoming conscious of what, of the power of God in his life. And then he rebuilds the altar of God and he slays it. And then he slays the bull, puts it on the altar. Then he says, okay, now I'm going to pour water on this thing. Pour water, fill it around, pour completely, soak the wood, the stones, everything around it, build a trench around it, fill it with water. You are going to see God at work. Why is this man so confident? It's because he harnessed energy. He spent time in that moment remembering, becoming conscious of what God had done. And when he had done that, he started interacting with the power. He started engaging with that energy that God had released upon the earth. See, that was a being that existed that he tapped into by being conscious of it. See, right now, there are many miracles that have taken place in your life. There are many breakthroughs that you have experienced in your life only by turning your attention to it. Only by becoming conscious of that energy in your life, you will begin to engage with that breakthrough for your next breakthrough. And so now we see that Elijah, everything is ready. The stage is set. The people are there. All these guys cut themselves, all of them bleeding all over the place. They're ready now to see whether this God 
answers by fire. And I want to take you to verse 36. And it came to pass at the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice. You see, it's very important moments. And so here now, Elijah did all everything. He prepared everything right in time for the offering of the evening sacrifice. That Elijah the prophet came near and said, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac and Israel, let it be known this day you are God in Israel and I am your servant and that I have done all these things what according to your word come on now that I have done all these things at your word ladies and gentlemen God gave him a word about rain this guy wants fire and he is saying according to your word at your word hear me O Lord hear me that this people may know that you are the Lord God and that you have turned their hearts back to you again what a prayer what a powerful prayer he's not testing God but he's saying God these people have challenged you and he's when when he is communicating with that being you must understand he's communicating with god they are challenging the energy of god in you that situation in your life is challenging the energy of god in you it's not come to challenge you it's coming to challenge the the energy of god that is in you to see whether you are more aware of it or the energy of god and in this moment, Elijah was so aware of this energy of God, this being that was in his life, that could produce fire. Now he says, Lord, hear me, O Lord. He's talking to that being and he's saying, hear me, that these people may know that you are Lord God and that you have turned their hearts back to you again. Which means people had forgotten that God was a God of the miracle. People had forgotten, their, their will had turned away from the will of God to accessing all these other gods because they, are not, they have not been engaging with this being that could bring fire from heaven, that could produce rain upon the earth. Come on now. And so now, verse 38 says, Then the fire of the Lord, not the fire of God, the fire of the Lord. You must understand, the Lord Adonai, the uncreated one, the word of God, the energy of God produced fire. Oh, come on, man. He, he received a word for rain, but that word produced fire because fire was the need in, of the hour. So the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt sacrifice and the wood and the stones and the dust and it licked up the water that was in the trench which means this fire this energy defies all the laws of physics just think about that the energy of god we cannot limit the energy of god according to what the natural man has has thought up and in his mind the energy of God can become what it needs to be in the moment that you need it to be. Because for us, we, we've always thought, no, no, if it's healing, then only healing category. If God has healed somebody, then I can only use that energy testimony of healing only for healing. No, no, ladies and gentlemen. Every testimony is a manifestation of the energy of God. That energy is come to serve you. It came from God to serve you. So which means at any point in time, you can now access that being. And that being is the Lord your God. 
and when you begin to access the Lord your God, you begin to say, God, that that energy that came from God to me, that healed my body, now I need a bill to be paid in my life. Now I need a relationship to be restored. Now I need food to for, for, for us as a family. Now I need my business to prosper. And that energy, according to the will of God, begins to serve you. It's powerful. It is very dimensional as a word. But you must understand that we can't just think that God is sitting in heaven and He doesn't relate to anything that you're going through. Which we, But you must understand that God has already released every provision. He's already released every blessing that you could ever need in your life. You must understand blessing is a being. When you pray to the Lord for a blessing, that's who you're praying to. So when Elijah prays, he communicates with this energy, the word that God sends about rain. And he brings down fire and the fire defies all the laws of physics, overcomes water, completely overtakes the, 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 the offering, burns it to the ground and now you must understand that Elijah now God has not told him go and kill all the prophets of Baal but he goes now rounds up 450 of them takes them to the river and kills them where does he get that energy from where ask yourself the question where did Samson get his energy from where did David get his energy to kill a lion and a bear unless that being was constantly with him. Ladies and gentlemen, goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life. That word goodness and mercy are two beings that is following every single human being. Every single person that believes in Jesus Christ has goodness and mercy following you. But the question is, do you engage with goodness and mercy? Are we always so unaware? Are we so always not conscious of God? because we are more conscious of our, of our situation when we have the goodness of God following us. Then just imagine, you go into a shower and goodness and mercy is there. You go to the supermarket, goodness and mercy is there. When you're looking at your, your message from the bank that tells you how much money is in your bank, goodness and mercy is waiting for you to engage with them so that they can put some goodness in your bank account. But what are you creating? You are not creating something because you're not conscious of something. So the energy that you are conscious of becomes the very thing that creates matter in your life. Matter means anything, ladies and gentlemen. I shall supply riches according to your need. I'm paraphrasing it. He supplies riches according to your need. So if you have need, riches is a being. See, Christians have always thought that we have to be Christians have to be poor. No. Salvation means prosperity. And if you know that being rich is something that is your birthright from heaven, then you will actually engage with riches. Not just rich people. Riches is an energy from God that you need to learn to engage with so that you can come out of being conscious of a poverty spirit and be conscious of a rich spirit from God. So after he kills all the prophets, now I want to take you to the moment where Elijah ends the drought. And in verse 41, Elijah says to Ahab, Go up, eat and drink, for there is the sound of abundance of rain. Where did he hear that sound? He wasn't hearing the sound of droplets of rain. He was conscious of abundance of energy. That energy could produce rain. 
See, because that's the word that God gave him. And as he used that word to produce fire, to create fire, now that rain began to, that energy began to increase in your life. Every time you engage with a word of God in your life, it increases the energy for the next task at hand. And so he says, there is the sound of abundance of rain. Touch your neighbor and say, rain's coming. Not just any rain, abundance of rain. Right now, I just declare over the UAE that it will rain. So Ahab went up to eat and drink and Elijah went up to the top of Carmel. Then, now this is very important. He bowed down to the ground and put his face between his knees and said to his servant, go up now and look towards the sea. Now, you must understand when, when he built the altar for the fire to fall, it was a form of meditation. For rain to come, he could have built an altar. But Elijah understood the ways of God he decided now to become the altar. And he went down on his knees, ladies and gentlemen. And that position is, a, is, is the position of, of giving birth. He went into a fetal position, head between his knees. And that's where he has an emotional exchange of wills. He went down on his knees and he began to exchange. He began to meditate. He began to, it's a, it's, a, it's a form of meditation to get down on your knees and pray. And as you begin to, to chant the prayers, as you begin to chant the names of God, as you begin to chant the, the promises of God over your life, you begin to actually harness that power. See, before you go to work, are you going to work full of power? or you have no power. When you begin your day, do you begin your day full of power? How did you get that power? Are you on your knees? Harnessing, becoming conscious of the miracle that God did yesterday. Wow, God, I'm so grateful. In this moment, God, I, I, I humble myself before you. God, you have done it before. I know you can do it again. I'm engaging with you. I'm engaging with that being, the, the, the breakthrough, the God of the breakthrough. I'm engaging with you. You are not up somewhere else, but you are here with me right now. And I'm engaging with you. And now, Lord, I'm, I, want, I want to harness this energy. I want to harness you into me so that I can birth rain in my life. I can birth a miracle in my life. I'm not waiting for angels to come and do it. God, you gave me the authority to do it. You called me to be the vessel, the vessel that, that flows through. The river flows through my belly. It doesn't flow through angels. It flows through my belly. And so now he's sitting there and he's on his knees and he's praying God. And he's exchanging right now. Ladies and gentlemen, you must understand. For intention to flow... It needs the weight of emotion. When you add emotion, good emotion, to an intention of God, emotion adds weight to intention so that it can create it. You must understand, you cannot do anything in the kingdom of God without emotion. The will of, of man, the will of God, receives seed and is ready now to allow God's energy to flow into the will. But it is your emotion that takes that will, that energy and manifests it into creation. Sometimes we have negative emotions, fear, anxiety. We go through these negative emotions. Those negative emotions take us to God. Sickness, ah, I'm feeling pain in my body. Oh, okay, oh God, I'm hurting. Lord, please heal me. Please heal me. Wrong emotion. Sometimes we, we want a promotion at work and we are fearful of our boss. 
and we go sit with him expecting a promotion but we are we are harnessing the the emotion is harnessing this negative energy and we are convincing our boss not to give us that promotion as he lies now is harnessing this energy of god he's harnessing the energy god he's not even saying god i gave them a word what if it doesn't come to pass that's not what's happening here he's like i am birthing this miracle i am going to do this why because god said he said go meet ahab i'm sending rain you must understand there are so many promises that have been released over your life so many prophetic words that life church global has released over the church over the last 2 years just take one of them i challenge you take one of them and begin to engage with that being and as you begin to harness that energy you can get down on your knees you can sit on your sofa you can do whatever you want but the minute you just start leaning your energy your heart attitude towards that that your the the presence that is in in you the minute you start leaning your heart towards that energy of god that's when that energy begins to fill you you begin to harness that energy your consciousness begins to like a vessel begins to gather all of that energy into you so that you can now give birth to the very miracle that you need in your life you know i remember last year i shared this in our church but i have not shared it with the with the global church last year my mom was diagnosed well actually she wasn't diagnosed but my mom had a double heart attack and 60% of her heart was not functioning well and so when i got the call um uh, of course i was disappointed because the doctor had given up on my mother and so i remember sitting in the uh, we were we were doing a taste test in in one of our one of our congregation members uh, restaurant and so now i put the phone down and the first thing i do before i speak about it before i say anything i turn my attention to goodness and mercy i turn my attention to what is the word of the lord for my mother you must understand my parents have served in the kingdom of god for many years they've raised up generations of people who are doing awesome things for god and heart attack is not the way to go and god gave me a word saying your mother will live and so now when i had that word now i said that i'm coming and i'm coming to bring mom out of the hospital that's the only thing in my mind you must understand i took that word and i added emotion to it i took it's it's, it's a joyful ferociousness and so now i sat we booked a ticket i was like okay i'm going to go and we're going to bring mom out of the hospital I went to my family and I told them I don't want to hear anything else other than mom is coming out of the hospital. So while so now I'm full of power you must understand I I'm like ah, I'm receiving I'm, I'm going to do it I'm feeling the energy of God and I have no other nothing else in my mind except this one thing she's healed I'm going to bring her out of the hospital. So we sit on the plane and we're flying to to India and I'm in the second row and in front of me there's a passenger in the middle seat who starts i think getting a heart attack and he collapses and just almost dies right in front of me like that in front of me and they put him in the in the aisle like completely gone like lips are gone blue like the whole works no no breathing and they're trying to do cpr and all that kind of stuff and in that moment while i have enough energy to bring my mom out of the hospital i've been challenged now to produce energy you understand this is what's happening and now if you understand that i have only enough energy for my mother man i cannot pray for anybody else i only have to pray here no i understand that goodness and mercy are following me 
I understand that the life-giving word is in me. I can give life to this man. I can give life to the man sitting next to him. I can give life to everyone on the plane and heal my mother at the same time. You must understand, this energy does not run dry. It's a river that flows and as it flows, it grows. And so now I'm tested in this moment. And so now I just put my hand on his seat. And I say, Father, I release life into this man. In the name of Jesus. I don't even pray loudly. I don't even holler. I don't even nothing. I just put my hand on the chair and I say, Father, I release life into this man. He will live and not die. That's it. Poop. He comes up back to life. He just comes up, sits down and says, can I have some water to drink? You understand from being completely gone to being completely, what happened? I'm thirsty. It just took someone who is present in the moment, who's conscious of a power, who's conscious of an energy, who has harnessed energy because at any point in time, I need to create a miracle. I need to create matter. I created life for that man to experience God. I watched that man go all the way to the baggage counter and pick up his bags without realizing someone resurrected him from the dead. You must understand how powerful this is. And we're not walking around going, oh, okay, I need credit for it. I need to start a ministry now. I need to do it. none of that. That's my job. That's my purpose in that moment to give life because that's what God gave me the energy for. And so when I went to the hospital, when I went to, when, when I landed in where my mom and dad live, the first thing I wanted to do was go to the hospital. So I went to the hospital and the first question I asked my mom was, Mom, what is your decision? Do you want to live or die? And she said, I want to live. So I sat in her room every day and began to harness this power, began to meditate, began to really chant the words of God while she's sleeping and begin to release now, release this energy. No noise, no nothing, but just power. I know what I've, I can do. I know what I can do in a moment of silence. Emotion, not feeling like, oh, look at my mother. Oh, oh, we should say goodbye. No, I'm saying goodbye to death. I'm saying hello to life. You now will live. And so now we're harnessing and releasing this energy into my mom. Every time I touch her, I'm releasing energy. Every time I put food into her mouth, I'm releasing energy into her life. I say, mom, you've got to eat. Why? Because you made a choice to live. You cannot go out. You have to go out in a chariot in, with honor. You cannot go out being defeated by heart disease. You've got to go out with honor. And that is my desire for you. That is God's desire for you. And she said, son, yes, I agree with you. I am not going to go out like this. I'm going to go out in a chariot. God will come and celebrate me when I go. You must understand that that is honor. And so now my mother, every day now, I'm looking at her, she's improving. The doctor came and he said, well, you know, I had given up on all the stents and everything medical that he had mentioned. And he says, but we can try an injection. I said, do it. But we don't know. I said, don't give me, do it. It will work. And so they gave her these two injections and ladies and gentlemen, in four days, she walked out of the hospital. My mother today, her heart is functioning fully, 100%. Everything is working. Both my mom and dad have overcome death only because energy, someone received a word that contained energy that, was, that we were able to now begin to release into their life. You can do this with your mom and dad. You can do this with your business. You can do it with your relationships. You can do it with your ministry. You can do it with your church. You can do it with your life group. In fact, right now, begin to release energy wherever you are. Just begin to release energy into the people around you. Just begin to, you've collected words now for the last one hour. You've collected words, collected words. Now you've really got all that energy into you now. Now begin to release it into the people around you it doesn't matter whether you know the problem or not just release the energy the energy of Elohim the energy of God right now and let it begin to rain in their life let it begin let fire begin to fall upon their life everything that is needed in their life 
you have the energy to supply it church it right now wherever you are just begin to stand up just begin to stand up right now the power of god is about to fall on you right now so hold someone's hand right now that the lord is moving there's power there's energy flowing right now so right now in the name of jesus i just release energy the same energy that i've that that we have in this room right now for all that we've accumulated that we've become conscious of right now in the name of jesus i just release that energy through the television through the to the to the mobile phones i through the laptops i just release it now in the name of jesus every need will be met with riches every sickness will leave their bodies now in jesus name every person that is sick in the body will be healed now in jesus name every person that has issues in their relationship their relationships will mend right now in jesus name hallelujah come on just begin to lift up your voice just begin to lift up your voice wherever you are just begin to lift up your voice and just begin to connect with this energy right now powerful 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Right now, the fire of God is beginning to flow all over you right now. The power of God, the energy of Elohim is just beginning to fill your room right now. It's beginning to fill your body. Just become aware right now. Just become aware of that energy. If you feel like closing your eyes, close your eyes. But just become conscious right now of that energy. Just become conscious of that energy right now. Just become conscious of that energy. The energy that you become aware of is the matter that you begin to produce. So right now, just begin to engage with God's will for your life. God's will for your body, God's will for your marriage, God's will for your business, God's will for your children, God's will for your mom and dad, God's will for your future spouse. Just begin to engage with it. God's will for this nation. You can choose one and begin to engage with that energy right now. And as you begin to engage with that energy, you will feel the presence of that energy drawing close to you. Ladies and gentlemen, just begin to draw that energy. Just welcome that energy into you. Just begin to welcome that energy into you. Wow. Ooh. Holy Ghost. Just welcome that energy in. And as it begins to enter into you, just add emotion to it. Fall in love with it. Have a joyful response to it. Add joy. Joy is a super emotion that really causes things to manifest. That energy responds to joy. It doesn't respond to seriousness. It doesn't respond to, respond to boring. It doesn't respond to, respond to complacency or lethargy or procrastination. It responds to joy. So just have a joyful heart towards it. Just welcome it with a smile. Wow. Hey, <laughs> And now as you begin to receive it, just begin to release it now. See it, visualize that energy beginning to flow out of you into that area of need transforming it begin to see it begin to see rain coming over your life begin to see the fire of God falling over you begin to see the need being met with riches if there's need of finances in your life engage with the word of riches and prosperity engage with that being and now as you do that you begin to release Release riches into your debt. Release riches into your bank account. Release riches into your family members. Look at your bank accounts being increased, increasing. Look at your business prospering. Look at your family prospering. Look at your church prospering. It's happening right now. It's happening right now. 
It's happening right now. Ooh. Hey, hey, hey. Some of us just need to smile at these beings in our life. Goodness and mercy are two beings in our life. Hey, hey. Just smile at them and say, Hi, guys. <laughs> Hi, guys. I wasn't aware of you till today, but now I know that you are with me. So let's do things together. Come on. You need to talk to them. You need to talk to them. People might think that we're weird, but it's okay. That's the natural will. But we, we have submitted to the divine will of God. And the divine will has released goodness and mercy. And these guys are following you all the days of your life. Wow, that's amazing. So if you have long life, if you're in Life Church Global, and you have a long life, guess what? Goodness and mercy is following you. Every step you take, goodness and mercy takes those steps with you. Wow. Just begin to engage with them. And say, goodness, I receive you. Oh my goodness, I receive you. Goodness, come on, overtake my life. Every area of my life, goodness, just give them direction with, the, with your energy. Give them direction with your emotion. Just say, wow, goodness, enter into my marriage. Goodness, enter into my finances. Mercy, come on, enter into people who hate me. Mercy, I release you into people who have problems with me. Mercy, have mercy on them so that they would experience your goodness. Come on now, you got to pray these prayers like that. This is your meditation, church. This is how you engage. I want to I want to invite you into a into a week of engaging with the word of God, engaging with these beings. Every promise, every miracle that God has done in your life. These are beings that are waiting for you to engage with them. So this week I want to bless you church. I want to declare that the presence of God that is in this place, the presence of God that is that is, that that we're engaging with right now would begin to invade your life, would begin to invade your body. As you become conscious of that energy, now you, you become a conscious creator. So we bless you, we love you, create heavenly matter on the earth in Jesus' name.